changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your daily dose of Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration to make you simply happy. This is our first episode for 2017, and I have so many stories lined up to share with you this month. I hope they're all going to get you into the new year, new you spirit in a rational, actually doable way. So let me first suggest a new habit for 2017. How about listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast every day? I think this is one resolution you'll be able to keep because it's easy. It's five or six minutes every Monday through Thursday when I share with you one or two stories that I think you'll really enjoy. And then on Fridays, I bring in a special guest for a 15-minute conversation, again, about something that I think will be helpful and motivational for you. And I actually hear from a lot of people that they start every day with the podcast and a cup of coffee, or they end every day with the podcast as they're winding down and getting ready to go to sleep. So anyway, first podcast of the new year, it's Motivational Monday. And today, I'm going to share a story from our brand new book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Curvy and Confident. And I hope this is going to give you a healthier, more rational perspective on the new year, a year in which I hope you will be kinder to yourself. The story is from Priscilla Dan Courtney, and Priscilla and I have been friends since we were both toddlers. She had a huge influence on me as a kid because she was the third of three children, and so with older siblings, she seemed to know everything. And I must say that her influence was directly inversely related to her size because she is so petite. But like many girls, Priscilla, as petite as she was, had an eating disorder as a teen. Her story is called An Iron Mother because of what she describes as the iron-handed rule of that dreaded item, the heavy metal scale. And she opens her story by talking about a day that she was working out in the fitness room of a Holiday Inn in Fort Lauderdale. She was riding a stationary bicycle, and she was watching as women came in and out and weighed themselves on the doctor's scale in the corner. One woman who had been on the treadmill next to her actually left the room, changed into a bathing suit, and then came back in to weigh herself, which is pretty crazy. Another woman rushed in, jumped on the scale, called out that she was just checking her weight, and then rushed back out as if this was a daily habit of hers. Now, Priscilla says that she, too, had been a slave to the scale for years, starting at age 16. That was when her parents were getting divorced, and somehow keeping her weight under control was how Priscilla felt that she could manage a life that she thought was otherwise falling apart. That scale was always there. It was reliable. It always told her what was going on. And if she lost weight, the scale would reward her with a lower number. But soon, Priscilla found that she was being controlled by this scale. And if she gained a pound, it made her feel sad and anxious. If she lost a pound, she felt proud and confident. So she had become a teenage girl who was ruled by numbers from this scale. Luckily, she was self-aware enough to get help and get over this. And one day, as a young mother, she actually took that scale 
and she turned it back into what it really was, an unnecessary piece of metal. She actually put it in her car, took it to a Safeway grocery store, and threw it in a dumpster. So she hasn't had a scale now in more than 20 years. She and her husband raised their three kids without a scale, and they got along just fine without one. And Priscilla won't even let the nurse at her annual physical tell her how much she weighs. She knows that in her case, she has to go cold turkey. She cannot know how much she weighs. For her, the scale was like an abusive relationship. She was letting that hunk of metal boss her around and ruin her life. She says, I know there are many women who can use the scale in a healthy way to monitor their physical health and well-being. I am not one of them. It isn't easy to measure myself by weighing my emotions, but it's a safer life raft than holding on to something so heavy it would sink me in the end. And my friend Priscilla became a clinical psychologist, and now one of her areas of practice is helping other kids and adults who have an unhealthy relationship with their own scales. She also happens to live in Boulder, Colorado, where she maintains an incredibly active lifestyle filled with biking, hiking, and daily yoga. So there's a quote that I love, and it's from the American novelist Lori Hulse Anderson, and I think it's a perfect way to end this story. Lori said, I am beginning to measure myself in strength, not pounds, and sometimes in smiles. So tomorrow is Tip Tuesday, and we're going to talk about a different kind of shedding, not losing weight, but instead shedding stuff. There's no better way to feel light and free and empowered in the new year than to get rid of some of that extra stuff that's weighing you down. I'm Amy Newmark. Thank you for listening today. If you'd like to learn more about our new book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Curvy and Confident, please check it out on our website chickensoup.com.